all of the things that we have accomplished, you know, um, I don't know that we had the people to look up to, to kind of model our lives after. Yeah. And I think it was super important too. There's so much mystery around. I think that I think especially surrogacy, which is the path we chose to grow, to grow our family, I think is very easily seen as an elite, like for people who are at a higher, a uh, high income level to be able to do. And it's not cheap. Not, that doesn't mean it's, it's affordable, but um, but if we can do it, it's possible for people who, who are freelancers, who are artists, who are yes. creatives, like to, to be able to grow their family, if that's the path that they choose, you know, yeah. to do that. And I think it was super important for us to take some of the mystery out of that. Hey, everybody. How you doing out there? I'm Maria Sansone and welcome to mom to mom the podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. I'm going to introduce you to my two new best friends that I never met, but we finally met virtually. I'm going to introduce you to the Broadway husbands. Now, you may actually recognize these guys from social media, Brett and Steven, because they have an amazing Instagram where they sing, they dance, they act, they create, they inspire. And now they're actually dads, which is so exciting. So now they're the Broadway dads. And today we're going to talk about why they decided to share their lives and their journey to parenting so openly on social media. Um, We're going to talk all about that, about surrogacy, about how they decided to become parents, um, their adjustment to kind of their new normal, because they've been through a lot of major changes. I mean, these were um, performers on Broadway and the New York Ballet, and now they are dads living in Texas, and it's a big shift. And a lot of us have made a lot of transitions in this sort of post-pandemic era. So I think we can all relate to that. Um, So they've got this new baby. They've got the big move, big career changes. So we just get candid and just have a really good chat. This is like hanging out with two guys you meet at a party. And I loved it. And I hope you do too. So here is my conversation with the Broadway husbands, Brett and Steven. Broadway husbands now turn dads. How are you? Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Oh my God, you guys are so cute. This is going to be so fun. (laughs) We're so excited to be here to bring some some dad life to mom to mom. You know, it was about time. We needed some dad energy. So I got two, which is fantastic. So first of all, I don't want to bury the lead. Congratulations. Tell us all about Maverick. Well, Maverick James, uh, he just had his four-month checkup yesterday. He's, you know, he's so sweet right now. He's just so cuddly. He's starting to really roll over. What else is he doing? He's That's just a cute sing- age. Yeah, it's so four months. It's, it's, it's such a cute age. He's singing and cooing. He and talks nonstop, you know. Chewing on his... Fingers. I mean, he can fit his hand in his mouth. So I think there might be some teeth coming through soon. Yes. Yeah. He's just such a little, like, cuddle, sweet. Oh, he's so cute. Like, I just want to pick him up the whole time. But then I, I'm i always reminded by Papa, Brett, my husband, that, you know, I have to let him kind of play on his own, too. Right. <laughs> and where is he currently? We're currently in Houston, Texas. And where's the baby? Oh, <laughs> oh the baby! <laughs> Oh, uh, he's in the nursery. Uh, 
Oh, so in the nursery napping right now. We put him down about 15 minutes ago. So yesterday is four month checkup. He had to get his boosters on his vaccines and um, and they've kind of worn him out a little bit physically. So he's like just a little clingier and a little sleepier. So he's asleep right now. Hopefully he'll make it through our whole podcast. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Listen, if he wakes up fabulous and it wouldn't be the first time and it won't be the last time on a show totally. called mom to mom that a child totally. pops in okay totally. so do not sweat it you are in good company um so let's talk about your platform because that's how a lot of people know you as the broadway husbands now you're the broadway dad so talk about this journey and why you decided to put it out on social in the way you did because it's really been it's been so fun to watch thank you i think that the most important thing for us is just to be able to be an example to the young people out there that we never had really i mean that was our main objective um just to show positive um adult gay men having a loving relationship and you know performing and doing what they love and making a living and um just showing that it's possible because as kids, we didn't have that, you know, that representation. So all of the things that we have accomplished, you know, I don't know that we had the people to look up to, to kind of model our lives after. Yeah. And I think it was super important too. There's so much mystery around. I think that, I think, especially surrogacy, which is the path we chose to grow, to grow our family, I think is very easily seen as an elite like for people who are at a higher, uh, a high income level to be able to do, and it's not cheap, not, it doesn't mean it's, it's affordable, but, but if we can do it, it's possible for people who, who are freelancers, who are artists, who are yes. creatives, like to be able to grow their family, if that's the path that they choose, you know, yeah. to do that. And I think it was super important for us to take some of the mystery out of that to also because we didn't you know we didn't know we learned so much along this journey we didn't know all of the things you know as we went we were learning and learning and learning and so it's just important to put it out there so that people you know have some sort of idea as what to do yeah so tell us how you met (laughs) well we we usually tell two two different versions of this story. So we tell one one version where we met at a party. We met through friends, which is true. Which is true. Give me the but, real version. But the real <laughs> Not version the two is two versions. That we, we both we both have been sober, and we met through <laughs> through recovery meetings. Actually, we met in recovery. But the spark was ignited at a party yes. that I went to with mutual friends at Brett's house, and we couldn't stop staring at each other. But we had met a couple times previously through recovery. Yeah. And so we, so I think what's why I, I think it's important to tell that is that it's, you know, that's a huge part of the foundation of our relationship is that we're both, we both have been sober for a long time and we met through this common, you know, goal to be a better version of ourselves. And that, that has really, I think been sort of the, the rock in our relationship and, and staying sober and, supporting each other's sobriety and um, also the community of people that we've met in the rooms, I think is super powerful too. So again, another example to like 
show people like you also don't you know you can be sober and you don't happy. need to be a tortured artist right you don't I mean, have to be tortured you can be healthy you, <laughs> you can, can be, be sane and happy and make great art and make a living yeah, yeah. And, uh, and be dads yeah and be dads yes. <laughs> and you know it's a good you know there's so many layers to people right like mm-hmm. we put ourselves out on social and you are such great role models and stuff but it, it hasn't always been easy you know and no. I think it's so important to be able to show people I mean especially in your surrogacy journey right here you have this beautiful healthy four-month-old baby but it's not just with a snap of a finger I mean you you had a tough road right yeah it was a snap of four years (laughs) (laughs) Um, from the time you know we started the journey we started in March we made our embryos March of 2018 and yeah he was just born in March of 2022 so you know it was way longer than we had anticipated. We did our journey kind of in chunks. I think most people, uh, when they think about having a baby through surrogacy, they think about going through an agent or an agency. And uh, we decided not to do that. We went to, where did we meet Dr. Landiris? Oh, through an organization called Men Having Babies, which helps gay men, single, partnered, whatever, learn all the different steps and processes they can follow to grow their family. And and Men Having Babies offers like free informational sessions. So we went to one of those and I met Dr. Leon Deros, who ended up being our fertility doctor. And, and he was the one who suggested, you know, that you can do it in parts. You don't have to do it all at once. So the first step was to make the embryos. And that is what we did in March of 2018 with his clinic's help. And that was how it started. And yeah, so that, that organization, their fertility clinic is called Illum Fertility. Yeah. So we'll send you the details if you want to share that. But they're in Connecticut and they were great. But everything was really lined up to go in 2019. And then the surrogate that we had met with decided to not move forward for some for whatever reason. And we were just devastated. We had all the paperwork ready to yeah. go, everything ready to sign. And she was like, you know what? I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably good that it worked out that way, but it was just such a such a disappointment. And at that moment, I remember just because it had already felt like it had taken so long um, and just like the thought process leading up to deciding to actually take the steps, you know, it's just been a long journey. So I remember actually coming to terms and thinking like, well, maybe we're just not meant to have a baby this way. And if we really want to have a baby, maybe there, you know, we'll have to look down other avenues or maybe we're just not meant to have kids like Mm. those kinds of thoughts. And Mm -hmm. like, it's sad. It feels like a big loss that happened on Thanksgiving of 2019. Um, Mm. I say that with a smile because I know what happens next. Uh, December, (laughs) like December 10th. Yeah. (laughs) On December like 10th. Is is that Kate's birthday? December December 10th, our friend Kate, at a birthday party and our mutual friend was there with her in your city. We're in your city. In your city. Yes. Our mutual friend who lived in Orlando. Yeah. Whose husband took Kate's wedding photos <laughs> at Disney world. That's how we met. She happened to come up to New York for Kate's birthday party and we're on the dance floor and she's had some wine and she just says to us, I would so carry your baby. And we're like, okay, you're drunk. It's the wine. Yeah, right? But we are going to call you tomorrow. <laughs> we will follow, follow up follow on that. On. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but keep having your wine for now. <laughs> and literally the next day she was like, no, I'm, I'm serious. serious. Like I wouldn't offer this to anybody. We just think you'd be great parents. And we were like, so flattered. I was like, do you realize what this requires? And she was like, yeah. And like she followed through and that was who carried our baby for us. Wow. Yeah. 
So cool. That's incredible. I saw photos. Obviously, you're all still in touch and she's very much a part of this experience and um, and your family, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah, she's a, she's kind of, that was kind of the most amazing thing I've ever. It was just beautiful, but it wasn't easy, it wasn't that easy. Like it was December she offered and, and then the pandemic January started. 2020, we really had every getting everything lined up and we're going to fly her to Connecticut to meet the doctor In literally March. like March 16th or something and the shutdown happens like the week before. So we were again like yeah, <laughs> like oh my god! So everything was pushed and pushed and pushed, and and the the money I was working in, I was in Wicked on Broadway at the time, so that job was going to be what supported us as we went through this, and then that all shut down. Like we were, I was out of work, you know. Yeah, and you know what? I think so many people can relate to this. There are so many different paths to parenting and to families, and although they're all very different, I think that. It's at least in my experience, there there are these major challenges and these major hurdles and you need to find something in you to keep like charging through. For me, I just had like tunnel vision. I, you know, after my first was born, I had a lot of problems and miscarriages and I know that you can relate to that too. And it was like, I just had to put the blinders on and keep my eye on the prize. Like nothing could get in my way. Nothing was stopping me. So I wonder how you stayed positive because you're just none of us are in control you kind of just gotta like let it up to god or something no it's so easy to look at it from a distance and see oh well they have a baby it must have just like happened right and yeah. and and especially having gone through it now you realize that every journey is different every single person yeah. like you can't so no surrogacy journey is the same like it's all different but I will say, like, I think one of the biggest benefits of being actors as long as we've been in this sh- in show business is I think we really lean you to be a successful creative or artist. You have to lean into this idea of adventure and understanding that, like, you don't know what's going to be around the corner. You don't know if a show is going to close or if you're going to have a job or and how holding on to the vision of what you want your life to be. And I think that's always been sort of our approach is like, well, we'll just keep moving forward until the universe or God or whomever tells us what's next. And, and we're used to being told no. Right. So that's kind of our tunnel vision. We hear no, but then we just move a little to the left. Right. And they go back to this other way. I like that. Us creatives, we just kind of ride the wave. Yeah. You kind of have to, like, you don't become a creative for a sense of security, you come, you know, like, it's like you do it for adventure. And I think that that there's no bigger adventure than trying to have a a family, have a kid. That's a big adventure. So you mentioned that, and this is a big move. You move from New York city to Texas. So how is that going? That's a major transition. You're laughing. We get that. No, we just get that question all the time. We went to LA for a wedding, and of course, all of our California friends are like, "Are you guys okay?" Right in Texas. Um, so I will say, in the beginning, when we first got here, we moved here in August of 2020. You know, height of the pandemic. It definitely felt like we were in opposite land coming from New York City to Texas. I mean, of course, they took the pandemic here pretty seriously, as most of the country did. But it was definitely just a little bit looser. So that was definitely an adjustment. And, you know, but Texas itself is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Um, You know, there's 
so much space in the, in the best way coming from New York City, coming from our small yes. East Village apartment. Wide it, open it just, spaces. Yeah. I mean, it was just so welcome during the pandemic when we felt so cooped up yeah. to come to such. It's a beautiful place. And we have so much space. The weather is awesome. It's very affordable. It's very affordable. I grew up here. Oh, okay. um, so I have family here. And then I have some really good friends, of course, that live near where we ended up kind of planting roots. And when we came here, it was only supposed to be temporary. I was only supposed to teach at a ballet school for three months uh, from August to December of 2020. And then they asked me to stay through June to 21. And then we started to look at houses and we bought a house and, and then we were pregnant and then we were pregnant and then. Yada, so, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We live yeah. in Texas. And now we live in Texas now, yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> that's, I, how, I know. that's how things go, you know? it's That's all part of the adventure, as you said. So how has that change been for you? I mean, I also lived in New York City for about 10 years. And so moving anywhere from New York is, is just, a, it's a major life change. But having the jobs that you had, you know, being on Broadway, being a part of the ballet, and now shifting to something different, I mean, and having a kid, your life has changed in profound ways. So are you feeling like you can still, you know, express your creativity and get that adrenaline out in the way that you were at that time in New York? Well, thank God for social media, right? I mean, social media helps a lot. And we are slightly having identity crisis almost every day. I mean, that is definitely a thing. For your honesty. Yes, we definitely are having identity crisis, but social media. Yeah, I mean, we're we're seeking, right? Yeah. I don't know that we've really, I think we really just had that, like you said, the tunnel vision to, to have, have our son. And now that it's been, he's here and we're at this four month mark, we're like, okay. Now what? Is this really where we want to be? Is this really what we want to do? Um, you know, I think I really love my business as a coach and and we love creating content a lot and the creating the content can be very fulfilling in its own way. Cause we don't have to report to anybody. Like we get to be our own bosses, but it's unsteady and it's definitely challenging to find time when we have a baby. Like yeah. it's so exhausting. And it exhausting. never ends. It's like you put out something fantastic and you're like, yay, we did it. Oh wait, we got to do that again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And people, you know, you set up, if you, if you hit something viral, you set a high bar for yourself and then it becomes really challenging to continue to meet that. Especially when you're like, I got to feed a baby for five times a day and play with them. Right. And we also have the best intentions of like, we'll have like a to-do list of content that we have to create. And if we get through, we're thinking we're going to get through three pieces of content in three days. And maybe we're lucky right now if we get through one in like a week and we're like, oh, that took us five days to do for whatever reason because of our schedule nap times. Um, But it's been a big thing I want to say just about culturally is just like moving here is challenging because it's so much more conservative. And in New York, we felt like, you know, gay couples a dime a dozen in New York Mm. City, you know, but here we sometimes feel a little bit like we stand out and like, like we have three heads sometimes. I think that, you know, I, we're kind of in the suburbs. So that makes it, if we were maybe down, kind of in the suburbs, if we were like downtown Houston, it may not be so bad, but there's, but it, but it's just not used to having this sort of selective areas where you feel that feel more inclusive, right? In New York, it's just always you're wherever you're at, you feel included. So that's an interesting thing. And I think it's like, on one hand, I feel like we can challenge that and we can change that and hopefully 
create visibility. That's our whole goal is to create visibility. On the other hand, it's like, but, yeah, but on the days that we're having like identity crisis and just like not feeling our best. And then we're like dealing with that also, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Well, you know, from outside looking in, you guys are going through a lot of change. I mean, yeah. this is a lot real fast, yeah. you yeah. know, a new baby in and of itself, you know, but the move and shifting jobs and careers and everything. So if I'm wearing my therapist hat, it's to say, you've got to give yourself a little grace period here. Just a little grace, you know, Thank you. you don't have yes. to do all the things right now. You've got a long way to go. So just kind of like nice to hear piece by piece. Yes. I mean, my kids are a little bit older. So I'm in a little bit of a different phase of life. But I'm also a very like type A driven go getter creative, like wanting to create content and do all the things and work. And I realized I was going to burn myself out as a young mom, as a young parent, like when the kids are so little, you just got to like feed them, bathe them, <laughs> keep them alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you can put your head on your pillow and say like, today was a good day. You know, <laughs> um, the rest is gravy. Um, yes. But you talked about your, you know, you have some friends there and stuff like that, which is huge. And I know, because you guys have talked about your chosen families and that really resonated with me because our friend group is, amazing and it's truly our village and I rely on them so much as a parent so you know have you been able to find your chosen family there and and use them as support yeah I mean we're really fortunate one of one of our some of our friends happened to be one of Brett's high school girlfriends who lives like probably Love 20 that. minutes, yeah, 20 minutes um, from us. And she now has two daughters and a husband. And so her oldest daughter is our babysitter. She, our babysitter. she watches Maverick. Yes. Um, so that's nice to feel. And they're very just progressive and cool and friend and just, you know, loving and, and, and somebody who's seen me through everything right yeah. so it's nice to have that kind of history and then we and have, I also have a friend who I've known since I was like seven or eight in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania we danced together and then she danced with Houston Ballet and still lives here um and so we have her and her family in our lives as well and then we have a friend from New York like so it's just like a, a mishmash of people that we have a lot of history with so it's and been Houston really actually has a really great theater scene too mm -hmm. and we've been able to do some stuff with like the Alley Theater which is a professional theater here and I'm going to do a show at Theater Under the Stars which is another professional theater here in Houston so like we're kind of we're getting in and and getting to do some stuff so important not to lose yourselves so many parents you know, they jump in and you can you can get lost in this game of parenting. So, so important to do the things you love and self-care and hang with the friends. I call it, you know, I've moved around a lot as well. And after being in a place where we didn't have that many people and we didn't have the support system, I call it the emergency contact rule. I will not move anywhere where I cannot have a solid person on the emergency contact list. Right. That's a good rule. That's we good. lived yeah. in L.A., I'll just say it. And when my daughter started preschool, I got the paperwork and I'm like, oh, my God. Who do I call do it? I call? Yeah. And so when we made the decision to move to New England, where my husband is from and we've got, you know, built in friends and family and everything. And I got the paperwork and I was like, oh, my gosh, I got so many people to put here. And life felt like like that was a real win, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's my emergency contact. I love that rule. I love that rule. That's good. 
It's a good one. Mm -hmm. So how have you, like you said, you've been able to, you know, express your creativity through theater and everything like that. And it sounds like you're probably going to be raising a very creative child. How will you foster that? Mm. Oh boy. Um, how will I, you know, I think we'll just encourage him. You no, know, okay, just... I'll answer for Steven. <laughs> He's already working on his pointed feet and his turnout, right? So as a ballet... <laughs> Dancer, he's Every like, time he's laying on the ground and his legs are straight, I'm like, ooh, look at his straight He's leg. like working on his feet, <laughs> right? And then I'm already singing with him and like trying to get him to match pitch with me, which he sometimes does. And I'm like, oh. So, you know, we're, we're filling his experience right now with music, music. and dance. He and lots of music. He's yeah. very, he's very already kind of musical anyway. I, we, sometimes we sit down to read a book and he just does not, he's like, no. But if you sing a song or if you dance with him, he's totally fine. And then if I read to him during the day, I get story time in. But before bedtime, it's not. He's no, not I usually sing to him before bedtime. Yeah, it's the sweetest thing ever. So that's part of it. And I also think, you know, it's so funny too. Like I have family, very, very Texan family. And they're like, well, what are you going to do if he wants to play sports? <laughs> and I'm like, We'll take him to sports. Well, yeah, like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we'll like, we'll we are we'll anti-sports. <laughs> we'll be the dads wearing, like, the face paint with, like, the... <laughs> I have a feeling it might be a little embarrassing, you know? <laughs> Matching colors. We love a you costume. Know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a theme. A theme. It's always. Kind of, always. Always a theme. I wish we had more time because yep. this was... So amazing. Like a little bit therapy, a little bit like a trip down New York City memory lane and new parenting stuff. So you guys are fabulous. I'm so glad that this is a goodbye because we can follow you at Broadway Husbands. Come on Instagram and or check out our website, broadwayhusbands.com. And we can follow their every move, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank you guys so much. And Maverick did amazing. Yeah, still sleep. Oh, right on cue. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of Mom to Mom, the podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Just a reminder, if you are in the New England area, you can watch Mom to Mom, the TV show. We are on Mondays at 1130 a.m. on NBC 10 Boston. And if you want to binge more episodes of our show, there's a whole bunch. Uh, great for your walks or your commute. All you have to do is just go to wherever you find your podcasts and check them out. And I ask you super nicely while you're there, if you could rate and review. I don't know. They tell me that's a big deal in the podcast world, so I would appreciate it. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next week right here on mom to mom